0: Are you one of the only on your job? Do you wonder why the same type of people continue getting promotions? Have you dreamed of getting to the top, but don't know how? Welcome to secrets, a podcast devoted to showcasing dilemmas faced by underrepresented employees in their quest to climb the career ladder. Your hosts, Keith Powell and Ricky Robinson have experienced the corporate grind for more than 20 years. Now they want to share adventures, pitfalls, and see sweet secrets that they've learned along the way. So let's fill up those cups and get started.
1: What's up, everybody? Hey, so I'm uh, Ricky Robinson. I'm Keith Powell. How you doing? Hey, welcome to Secrets. Hey, Ricky, what's going on? What's happening? What's on your mind this man, week? I don't know, man. It's it, This is one of those weeks when... I'm probably a little mentally tired or drained. I okay. Mean, I'm thinking through stuff at work, personal stuff, this, that, and the other. So There's it's always something like going on. It's one it. of them days, man. One of those days. So it's like a lot of external, like static. External you know, that's static. that's what I'm thinking okay. of. Mm-hmm.
2: Why don't you tell our listeners a little bit? What do you mean by that? When you say well, external I'm, static?
1: Well, I'm thinking like when I think about external static. I mean, I think through. Like many of us, whether that's from single parent households, if you're in one right now, if you you got a job, you got to work two jobs, whatever it is, you know, there's a lot of extra stuff that Th- probably that gets in the way that sometimes keep you from being able to deliver your best product. Mm-hmm. So you figure like if you think about going back to oh, like when you're in college, some of our brethren, some of our classmates were able to go to school and not have to have a second job or not even have to have a job. Sure, you sure. Know? They were right. able just to go and, to be student, and be a student. a student. but some of us we had to like work two, three jobs to try yeah, to do you it. Got Nick all these, time ca- all these kinds of things going had, on in your life. Had to still show up for, the, for for class and still uh, be able to do well or perform well on a on your exams. It doesn't really change when you get into the real world. No, it don't. It don't.
2: Not at all. Because all those things are still there. You still got family to deal with. You still got all this
1: structural stuff that you got to deal with. Yeah, you know, yeah. being a person of color or whatever it is. So you think through like just different examples and as you and I were kind of talking about this stuff, um, you know, offline at, at some point. You're thinking like through some of you got, you know, child care, you know, issues and it's an issue Because you have the decision that you need to make, right? You got to make about it. You got to pay for it, too. Exactly. We got some family members who are constantly asking us for money. You got friends who need to call you at certain times of the night or at certain times of the day. And they're talking about a bad relationship or stuff that they got going on. That stuff ends up in my mind being equated to external static
2: that is that is that, 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 that's <laughs> definitely the case and i i know we've both when we've been working together we've had some static show up like, right 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 in the boardroom when we were <laughs> <when> we weren't <laughs> even expecting it to show up that just right, kind of right.
1: threw us off our game for a minute yeah so, yeah uh, yes I, you got a short a story anything it dawns on me this like i can recall us you know being in a uh, meeting i'm up giving a presentation and you know it's 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 common practice to kind of mute your phone or the put it on vibrate when you're in, you know, executive level meetings or in any meeting for that matter. Right. Phone just keeps going off and I'm like looking over there at, at, at KP and I'm like, Whose phone is that Whose phone is that? And, he, is that? and Keith is, is, is pointing that? at me, telling me it's my phone. It's your and I'm phone like, oh Ricky. Lord. Love. Like, let me look on there. So I'm where we got this little eye contact thing going, and he mouths to me that it's a very close family member. So yes. I'm not gonna out or embarrass someone, but it's a very, very close, close family member. Right, right. Those who were close to me probably knew who I'm referring to, but it's a very close family member. But it just dawned on me, and the need for them was probably serious. But the timing of it probably couldn't be worse, exactly. you know, for me, Exactly, you know, and most times when I'm getting these phone calls, whether it be from family members or for our listeners, if you're getting a call from one of your friends, they're in a bad relationship in your mind, you're saying to yourself, just do something about it. Yes. Or can you please be proactive yeah, and you? not put yourself in situations like this? Right. Worked so like that. So again, I look at like my situation, you know, when I get phone calls from a family member or a close friend or something like that. And it's continuously one of those situations. It puts me in the mind of one of a song that I probably didn't really quite understand when I was younger that I understand wholeheartedly now. And what is that? The Grandmaster Flash, when they would say, don't push me because I'm I'm close close to the the edge. edge. I'm trying not to lose Mm -hmm. my head. That's but, exactly what it becomes like. I mean, depending on when you purchased your home, if you own a home, you, you may own. have you may have an extremely high mortgage. You yep. know, depending on where you live, your rent may be super high. You know, you may have credit card debt. You may right. have all of these things. All these things that are, that are going on. And let's say if, if you're in a bad relationship or a bad marriage and you guys are arguing in the evening, all of that time that you're spending worried or concerned about those items ends up being issues or reasons or rationale why you can't be your 100% best self. self.
2: That's right, for sure. And I, I mean, I know we've talked about this, where... You got all of these people depending on you because <laughs> you, you could, got. You'd have made it. you, you, got, made, it. you done made it. You got the best job, right? right. You're right. getting paid. You got all this nice stuff. You got so, weekends off, exactly. And, and I think
1: because you got a title, next to the name that you sit around and do nothing.
2: Do nothing, <laughs> but just order people around, right? <laughs> and you're just sitting on your ass doing nothing, right? Right. And, but at the same time, because you're doing nothing, we can jump when you got a crisis going on, right. and we have to be there to solve it. Yeah right <laughs> that's sad reality sad reality yes, sad reality, sad reality. And, and and the thing is i mean the dilemma especially for women and people of color you know we deal with a lot of stuff outside of work whether it's family obligations whether it's kind of societal pressures some of the structural just norms that are that are out there that we have to deal with and that all just impacts us very differently with our jobs and our careers
1: and Reality is, is some of us deal with stress differently. Absolutely. Okay, so when you kind of accompany the stuff that you got going on every day, and then you got... Joe or Jane Boss coming at you on some nonsense. You know, like like one of the best movies ever made office space, and they were talking about the TPS reports. Yes. <laughs> you come to me talking about the TPS reports, you know, or you coming to me saying, I'm not wearing enough flair. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? Like you <laughs> don't really that? you don't really know what I kind of got what, going when I got on going outside. All, outside of here. So that's it, right. So it creates a bit of a tone-deaf type of a deal you know because your boss is coming at you crazy they don't know enough about you to figure out how to kind of manage that and people are like oh well you need to just block that out and be your best
2: and be your best and
1: it sounds good in theory but, but in reality, but in
2: reality some consequences. It, 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 there are definitely some consequences of that. And, you know, you, th- you think about some of the impact that that can have just dealing with all this outside stuff and some of the impact that it could have. You may even make bad choices around your career because there's an extra pressure there of having to financially and mentally be there, you know, for all of these folks that you may make decisions that compromise your career because you're like, I just need a steady paycheck. Right. So that I can help take care of all this stuff when it comes up and you kind of put yourself in, you know, on pause. Right. You know, just dealing with
1: that. Right. Or or like from an HR standpoint and, and look, I, I'm fully aware and, and maybe our listeners don't, you know, understand or, or aren't necessarily aware of like some of the pieces here in terms of like African Americans have a higher rate of unemployment and poverty lesser rates of home ownership i mean we have friends and family who've rented all their life all their life and haven't even really thought about ownership because it seems so they can't far yeah that's right fast. right and you know and then we think about like a higher inability to see a doctor What's all like of these can't things can't afford
2: healthcare all, all of these
1: things stuff. are supremely important but as we're thinking through when you have some of these as we're thinking about the impact, you have some of these factors that come into play, and from an HR standpoint, or even Keith, you as a leader of people, you may or may not ask ask you know one or of your well, well well ask one of your subordinates to take on a stretch opportunity because you know they can't really do it because they got too much extra stuff That's going true. on. That's okay? true. Okay. Or you as an employee may not raise your hand for an extra assignment. Right. Because you know, you, you can't got do some it right stuff now. You going. just got all the stuff going on. Right. And if you turn down that assignment or you turn down a number of assignments, they're going to stop coming your way. Absolutely.
2: And eventually you're just going to find yourself as an individual contributor, right? Getting that two, two, three percent raise. Yeah. If that, that yeah. if that, and then you're going to uh-huh. be mad. Right. At some
1: point. I mean, and and let's not even like we mentioned the higher inability to see a doctor. I mean, this stuff ends up being stressful. Yes. It does impact your health. Stressful, right? right. And you think in, and especially if we're talking about cultures where going to get you some help is frowned upon or looked upon as weak, you know, there's so many different
2: different dynamics things
1: that. that can kind of come up here. So we're talking through the impact yeah. you know here that can happen and we'll go you know in the in the, into maybe more depth uh, uh shortly but you know when we're thinking through like you know moral of the story you know for for our listeners like how would you sum it up
2: ricky and listening to our stories and our conversations so far the moral for me is that people of color and women have to deal with big stressors in their lives that we should all be sensitive to. And for those folks who are people of color or women, you need to make sure that you recognize and deal with those issues before it cripples your career.
1: Let me go just into a little bit more detail as I kind of speak to you about a situation or scenario that involved me. And we're talking now the realities of like mental health and, you know, some of these other things that cause, you know, stress And you know, I'm a child of the, of the seventies. Okay. So it was strong black man, you know, and not showing any signs of weakness. And I'll tell you in the earlier part of my career, and I will say Basically, for 30 plus years of my life, I've been pretty much kind of taking care of my family. Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm not That's the oldest. Old here. Right. I'm not the oldest. I'm not the first grandkid. Okay. Like I've been kind of, you know, that person, whether it be financially, whether it be mentally. So that takes a hold on you. But what happens is, is what I realized is I didn't have anybody to really talk to. Everyone right. had somebody Everybody that they could call. Somebody else to rely it was on. But no one had Ricky. your experience exactly. So it was one eight hundred call Ricky. You know, and then I realized that I gravitated towards friends who probably had some of the same experiences. But even in relationships, I probably gravitated towards people who needed help. Yes. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't want to be in that. Exactly. You know what I mean? But like, you
2: could just constant fixer. So you just navigate that way. To so fix that's, stuff. that's
1: exactly what it is. But it wasn't until like, I feel like it probably cost me. It made me consider, you know, harming myself, trying to get away from this, mm-hmm. trying to find another way to look at things. And Not embarrassed to talk about it because I got help. I mean, we're talking about utilizing your employee assistance program or utilizing whatever resources that are available to you is I uh, actually did that. And it wasn't until I in your mind, you know that this shit ain't right. Right. In your mind, you know, know they shouldn't be calling me every time I shouldn't have to deal with this today. Run over to the to the. But there's a guilt
2: factor associated with that too. You feel guilty because you have made it. Right. Yeah, to some degree. Right. To, to them, they think you at the pinnacle. you at the pinnacle. And to, to, You've to us. You've done everything they wanted to do. And
1: being in this this corporate blender, you yes. know, here, you realize there's other things that you want to do. Okay? Absolutely. So you got to try to separate, you know, things here. And I'm not trained for this. this is not, right. I I wasn't trained to do this. I do human research. I feel like I joke around when people say I'm a uh, psychologist for corporate America but I can't walk around there being weak. No. I can't walk around there. No, not at You all. don't have an issue. So my not life strong. changed when I went and got me some help. I enlisted in some talk therapy. I did those things. Like, that's when things kind of changed for me. Yeah. You know? And I think that's where I would say bringing this kind of full circle when we talk about, like, the impact. Or even, like, the moral to the story when we say everybody is dealing with some shit. Mm-hmm. Everybody is dealing Everybody with it. Everybody right? is. That's and people right. just deal with it differently. And people, people just deal, show
2: it differently. People show it differently. That's right. But all all of this stuff has impacts. I mean, like you were just talking about, I mean, the, the mental and psychological distress that this can cause, the relationship issues that you mm-hmm. can have, the financial distress.
1: So, again, this is what we're talking about when you don't deal when with it. When you stuff. don't deal with this yeah. stuff.
2: I mean, this is like, it's crazy, the, the impact on your health. And then mm-hmm. that's just outside of the job. Then you put it in the job where... Your performance starts to suck. You may get demoted. You may, you know, be on a performance improvement plan. You may even lose your damn job because all this other static is going on.
1: And And then you're thinking about opportunities that may present themselves. So Keith, you just heard me having a conversation with one of my mentees for years here where I realized her current work situation might not be what she wants it to be right and at the end of the day when we talk about victims like we're talking about someone who's making some really good sure, money sure. working for a really good organization someone who's maximizing mm-hmm. their potential but. At the end of the day, if you don't deal with what's upsetting you, mm-hmm. you kind of go into the next experience. Bitter. It, it, yeah, absolutely. You know, a lot of times people say, like, you're in a, a bit of a battered syndrome where you're yeah. expecting something to go wrong. Or you you have this monkey on your shoulder or this, mm-hmm. this black or gray cloud over you. And it kind of comes across in your demeanor. It comes yeah. across when you interview. It does those things. So, again, when we're thinking through the potential negative outcomes. If you don't handle these situations, it's real. It's real. It's real. It's real. I mean, how many jobs have you potentially lost or relationships have you gone through or poor financial decisions as you were speaking to before? Have you made or even times when you probably could have done a little bit better and, yeah. you, and you didn't at, at, at the job where was a direct correlation between how well you can do. And this extra static or shit that's going
2: on. Here. No, no, no. Totally. Totally. And it has an impact. I can, I can remember a story. I mean, everybody knows about the the economic collapse in mm-hmm. 2007, 2008, right? I've been a kick-ass job. I'm making very good money, but my family was totally impacted by mm-hmm. the crisis, right? You know, stuff just went belly up Yeah, yeah. and I'm the only one That has steady income, steady job.
1: We're not saying rich, we're saying steady. Right. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I'm fine, you know, everything's good, but it wasn't like,
2: you you know, balling. I'm like balling or anything, you know. So all of a sudden, it's like, Mortgage has to be paid. Yeah. Lights need to stay on. Need food on the table. And I, and I gotta don't need pay it, all of this and stuff. And I don't
1: need it in two months. I needed it two minutes ago.
2: Yeah, already late <laughs> behind, months behind. <laughs> I need you to Western Union. Which is the whole Unionist. different story. I need you to Western Union. <laughs> right. It's like, why didn't you tell me like yeah. when it started as opposed to now you're five months
1: behind? Right, right.
2: So very, very quickly, mm-hmm. my life changed with all the external static that you're right. dealing with and very quickly you can start to see checking account and everything else coming down right and right, it's like right. that no one at work would ever know that i was mm-hmm. dealing with mm-hmm. all of that stuff but it definitely had impact on how I was performing because I couldn't focus and concentrate because I'm constantly on the phone with family members, helping them scramble and talking to their creditors and, you know, right, all this right. other stuff, help trying mm-hmm. to help them dig out of a hole yep.
1: as opposed to focusing on being CFO. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly. Right now. But, but, but again, as we're saying, it was your job. To do a good job at your job, right? right? But the expectation was for you to take care of everybody else. Take Care of everybody else, right? I mean, I'm just
2: making enough money to take care of myself,
1: right? Well, well, when you went to and I and I get it, I totally get. Like in some cultures, it's if your kid makes it to to be a professional athlete, we all made it. We you all know? made it, right? But me and you, or uh, people who are like us, or even people, some of our listeners going pro, is you getting that good job,
2: right? That's exactly right. That's going pro. That's right. Because we both made more money than our parents ever made combined. Absolutely.
1: You know, two or three jobs in.
2: Right, right. Right? So all of a sudden, like, we rich.
1: Right. And again, I won't actually speak to the guilt piece here when we talk about taking nice vacations. Right. Or we're talking about doing something nice at your home that, you, that you know, right. you've been know you Have a nice party more. or whatever. Yeah. Then it's like, oh. He got it. He got it. He read. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're going to do this, but you won't help me. Like, no one's thinking about all of the, the other stuff. But but again, the point in this is, as we speak to you as listeners, we get, like, we get it. Like, we absolutely understand this because we've been through it. Some of your superiors or your bosses, they may not understand. They may this. not understand it. You know, they may not understand this. But, you know, as we're thinking about this, and again, some of our listeners might say, I have no idea what you're talking about. I have never been in a situation like this. And what I will say to you is that's great. Good for good you. Good for you. And, I and, don't believe it, but yeah, good for you. But but these situations exist, and you may be a leader of people, and this may make you spend a little bit more time getting to know your employees, your employees and employees. what they're dealing with so that you can be a little bit more mindful on your Requirements or expectations, or that you can be a little bit more empathetic, absolutely, you know, at times. And the other piece of this is as we're talking about this again, maybe you haven't gone through it totally cool. That doesn't mean you will never, never, that's right, you know, go through it. So it's good to maybe get you some information. But as I'm thinking through this now, I'm just thinking. Again, we got people who think maybe we might be just putting something extra on this or just, this is just for the listeners. Awesome. This, is, this is not scripted. We're just talking as we're thinking about it. But, you know, this is a section or a segment where we uh, like to kind of transition to where for those who may not believe or those who need some extra input, this is the part where we talk about these receipts. We talk about the stats, That's... you know. So, Keith, why don't you hit us with some receipts, man? Let, sure. let, let us know why is this serious.
2: Before diving into the specific statistics, I just wanted to point out that I'll focus basically on how all of this external static has a huge impact on your health and your wealth. And this is particularly pervasive, as you'll see, for people of color and single parents who deal with an inordinate amount of external static, which is both systemic and cultural. Just talking about some of this stuff, the CDC, the Center for Disease Control, puts out a lot of stats on different things. About economics and health disparities and mm-hmm. things like that. And just thinking about households, 67% of African-Americans live in a single parent family.
1: 67%.
2: Versus 25% for white folks and 42% for Hispanics.
1: And I know this is off off uh, no, no. Uh, off subject just a little bit here, but how many people live in the in the United States. Yeah, roughly we'll call it
2: 300 million 300 million. Okay. So 12% are African-American, right? Yeah. So, okay.
1: So and so yeah. a little over 30,
2: 30 million people.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh, so out of that 12% who are African-American 67% of those live in single uh Single-parent homes
2: big big and yeah. you think about all the issues that you deal with as a single parent Yep. When it comes to child care, when it becomes being the sole provider, and right. you know having to, you know pay all the bills, yeah.
1: do all the things, and that maybe you not have to even living in the most affluent neighborhood, maybe not living in the most affluent
2: neighborhoods, most affluent mm-hmm. neighborhoods take doing you know m- medical care, mm-hmm. all of those things have have a huge impact. And you know, just speaking of the child care part of it, the Center for American Progress put out a survey. Do you realize, Ricky, that if you want to put your kid in like, like kinder care or somewhere like that, that costs like $1,200 a month on average. Mm,
1: mm, mm.
2: And if you have somebody just coming to your house, a babysitter, if you're really paying them, that's like $800 a month on average. So when you have I mean, you, bills you, you, like that. In the you, you're already in you're the hole. You're already in the hole. Now you have another. to, to Starting out, right?
1: A decision that's right. a livelihood decision here. Right.
2: I mean, that's another mortgage payment, another, you know, rent payment Yep. that you're doing every month and you're the sole provider on top of that. Something goes belly up. It's lights out like real fast. And I think something that's really key for people to understand just to kind of build on this economic piece of the message is Federal Reserve did a study white families have 10 times more net worth than a black family Jeez. so the average net worth of a white family is $171,000 black folks $17,000 net worth so i mean that's
1: i mean so when so you there think is about, no safety net right 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 so so this in itself, I gotta be honest with you. This is stressful listening to this. Stress. Like this is this is stressful listening to this. That's right. Like you know so That's you right. so when you think about what our parents had to go through to make ends meet and yeah. to be able to provide for us, and the choice that you know you make when you say hey I don't want to go to school or hey I'm not gonna vote you know. All that stuff really matters at the end of of it. Matters that's right. Matters at the end of the day. So this is stressful listening, you know, to just listen to to, to it because because it lets you know, like, you you get a warped sense of reality if you're watching videos on TV, if you're listening to music, people talking about what they have and this that and the other, because it's really not
2: reality. It's really not reality. That's right. Yeah, it's a dream world. That's right. It's glorified. And just to build on that net worth thing, it's not just that. It's ten times. For white folks versus black folks, that's $17,000. One in five black families have zero or negative net worth. In
1: the red. In the red. In the red. 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 Uh
2: huh. Living in the red constantly. Right. 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 So you just think about the stress of that. Yeah. Uh huh. And then having to come to work with all of that stress on top of you and how that impacts your performance and your ability to to move. It's huge.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so I'm thinking through something that I you know, looked at is one of the major factors as you're talking about zero to negative net worth. I'm thinking through like white households typically are older and more highly educated, mm-hmm. you know, more likely to have received an inheritance, mm-hmm. less likely to be headed by a single parent mm-hmm. or more likely to have a home and equity mm-hmm. and less likely to have student loan debt. Student loan debt. I mean, that's right. Because black people, Hispanic people,
2: you can't even save. You know, there's all those great plans where you can start putting money away when your kid is born, and by the right, time right, they right. get, you know, the but high there's school, to, but there's
1: nothing to save. They're like if you don't have anything, to that's save, right. You got negative net worth. They, they ain't nothing to save. People are talking you to your You're paying two you mortgage about, payments between rent and child care. There's nothing to save. Right, right. And and you don't have any parents to about, pull on. <laughs> we're not talking about once you, your kids finish preschool and all of that and going to a private school. Right. I mean, there's another piece no on how all of that no stuff chance. happens. But again, I guess when we're starting to uh when we, you know, bring it back to these receipts that, you know, make it extremely important. When we're talking about moral to the story is this shit is real. It's real. You know, and the static that we have to deal with is real. And there are reasons. This is not an excuse. It's not an excuse. There are reasons why we don't traditionally perform as well as we can and we have to break that stereotype absolutely like we absolutely have to break that cycle yep. i don't care what's going on with the government you know everything else All like stuff. we have to do the stuff that we need to do so i'm thinking through like in your mind what are like some good tidbits or secrets yep. that you can provide to our listeners in terms of how to deal with like these experiences if, if they have them right now.
2: Before we dive in, I'll just summarize the three secrets that we'll share with you today. First secret, set boundaries. Secondly, make sure that you get help. And thirdly, be sure to tell your boss or an HR representative what's going on. When I was thinking about your situation and the situations I've dealt with when my family was going through financial crisis for yourself especially when you're at work you mm-hmm. have to set some boundaries and i realized i needed to do that with my family it's like look between these hours you can't call me
1: <laughs> my job you, you remember what it was like when you used to call your mom right. when you got out of school yes on some bs you and your right. brothers or your sisters right were and you over get cussed TV. out and, and, and i can remember my mother saying I'm at my job, boy. What is it? What is it? <laughs> like, you're going to make me get fired or lose my job. If I right. lose my job, it's going to be like this. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I was just trying to, you know, <laughs> yes. nothing. It was exactly. really nothing important. Exactly. You know? But again, you're right. Setting those boundaries. Setting those boundaries. And mm-hmm. it's like, you know, you
2: know, I'm working. So yeah. I'm, if it's a real emergency, right. this is what you do. Absolutely. So I know Yep. if you just it's a real emergency or you just calling for some BS or you just forgot the time zone change or whatever right, the case right, may right. be. Right. But you have to set those boundaries because otherwise it could cause you to lose focus and, and impact your performance.
1: Yeah. I, I think the other thing is like, do you actually have to answer the phone every time it rings? Nope, no, nope. Not Le- at all. Leave, leave a text message and tell me what you're requesting. Give exactly. Me, or leave a voicemail leave and I voicemail. can check it. Yes. You know, and, and give me the opportunity to choose. To choose how I respond. Whether I'm going to call you right back or we're going to do this later or this, that, and the other. But again, setting those boundaries is. I get it. At the end of the day, things happen, and you may have made a not-so-wise or a poor decision, yeah. but that does not constitute an emergency on my part. On my part.
2: That's right. Absolutely. And it's hard it And I always tell sounds, people, hey, your lack of preparation and planning don't cause an emergency for me.
1: And we have to do better with this survivor's remorse, you know, yes. trying to, look— I did what I was supposed to do and I get it and I'm going to help where I can, but I'm not obligated. Not obligated. I'm not obligated.
2: That's exactly it, right. You know? And that's a tough, t- it's a real tough thing to get through. I mm-hmm, mean, it's taken mm-hmm. me many,
1: many years to get through, right. through that, but y- you have to do that as well. Absolutely. You know, like the, the other thing I'll, I'll say from an HR point of view perspective, it's You gotta get the help, man. I'm telling you, that saved my life and that changed the course Mm -hmm. of my performance at work. Sure. And 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 it look, I may be viewed as the jerk within my family sometimes, or Ricky's trying to be somebody's boss or somebody's daddy. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I gotta do what I gotta do to survive. You know? And I and I know I got a family to take care of. So when I provide for you. I'm taking out of my own family's mouth, you know, I'm sacrificing so that you can have, you know, other shit. So so what I would say is you got to get that help, man. Like if there's I would say most, if not all of our organizations that we work for have an employee assistance program, EAP. That's right. Okay. that's right. Use it.
2: It's free. It's, you it's, pay into it already. All, you pay you know? into it. It's part of your benefit.
1: Right, right. So so, so use that. I would say if you have like a spiritual leader or something like that that you speak to, talk to them. Talk this to is, them. is what they're supposed to do. I think the most important piece, though, is depending on the size of your organization, how long you've been there, you qualify for family medical leave if you need to take that, you Make know, time I would say look into it. Yeah. If you don't want to take like a lot of that time off, like continuously look up intermittent FMLA. Yep. I was able to get help on a very regular basis, whether it be every week or every other week for an hour, I would take a little extra time at lunch and I would go talk to my therapist There you go, and I'd come on back in there ready to rock, mm-hmm. you know, and,
2: that, and it brings up another good point. You know, talking about the receipts again is this whole stigma that the African-American yeah. community in particular have mm-hmm. around getting mental health help. Right. And there was a study that's from the uh, health and human services that just said in general, African-American adults are 20 percent more likely to report having serious mm-hmm. distressful issues going on in their life versus white folks, but are less likely to seek actual help due to the stigma or their lack of access to health care.
1: We now we just gonna deal with it. I'm just yep. going. Go ahead. Go now we already talked about disparities with health care, with education, with you know Economic. housing, uh, like all of that in general. And we whatever logic and it we'll is, talk about
2: it. Yeah, yeah, But we won't do shit about it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Whatever logic it is, we feel like we got the resources to deal with it on our own. Yes. Versus going to get some help. Mm-hmm. But the facts tell us otherwise.
2: The facts tell us otherwise.
1: <laughs> the facts tell us otherwise. I think the other thing that's important, especially given that, is. You got to be transparent, you know, with your boss. If you got an issue or something like that, talk to your boss, talk to some colleagues. I would say it's okay to talk to your friends, but don't be careful about just talking about talking, venting without having a plan of action or or being able to take the next step to be able to kind of take care. of Absolutely. I would say ask your HR rep or talk to them about what you're going through and ask them about resources that can potentially help you. You Absolutely. know, you just got to read the room. You got to read the room. You gotta, at the end of the day, you got to read the room. But if it's your job, your livelihood is on the line. I don't yeah, think there's a choice. There's not a choice. It's a must.
2: You got, that's right. You got to talk about it.
1: There is no guarantee that as bad as you might feel about the job that you have and you're like, I need to leave. There's no guarantee that you'll be able to get another one. That's for sure.
2: <laughs> and if, <laughs> if your you boss don't. or HR person has even an ounce or drop of empathy, they'll get it. Right. And they'll be willing to work with you. For a while, as long as you're continuing to make progress and perform, et cetera, et cetera, as long as they know what's going on.
1: Right, right. That's the thing. If
2: I don't know, I can't do anything about it. I can't help you.
1: Right, right. I agree. So I think as I'm kind of closing out with my thoughts today, I think that, again, me sharing what's going on in my life. I know, Keith, you sharing on like what has happened in your world also. I think that at the end of the day we both agree and realize this is serious. It's serious. You know, the reason that we're talking about it now is because a lot of people don't talk, they about, don't it. talk about it, you know? So we want to make sure that just like I got help and I'm not saying I'm perfect and I'm, cured or solve sure. cuz I still get calls no, to work at it That's you right. know but it's a work in progress and you have to do some of the things that we talked about during this session you know today so what I want to say is again man thanks for having a a open forum Absolutely. for me great. to be able to talk about it and again yeah, I hope that yeah and I hope that our listeners that this kind of resonates with them and what I will say is this is what you get on
2: secrets. There you go. This exactly. is what we all about.
1: Yeah, this is this is it. This is what you get on secrets. Right. So we're gonna go ahead and close it out today because uh, my cup is low. There is no more ice There's in no this no cup. More ice is melted. <laughs> so we got to do something about that. Already. Right, right. So hey, again, we appreciate you as listeners, and uh, just keep tuning in.
2: Thank you. Have Thanks. a good one.
0: Thank you all for listening today. Hopefully you gained a secret or two that can be applied as your journey continues. If you are motivated and excited after listening to Keith and Ricky, please subscribe to our podcast, share with friends, and donate via Patreon. Check us out at www.secrets.com to get more information about our secret services. Until next time, cheers.